Welcome to another episode of The Blind Spot, a safe space for blind and visually impaired individuals to share their stories and life experiences. I'm Kayla Aliquin. And I'm Melissa Altidore. So last episode, we covered courtship, mm-hmm. you know, what it means to us, and it means different things to different people. Yes. So, we touched on that. Yeah, <laughs> gift giving, you know, we talked on gift From giving, giving, dating. Well, going out on an actual date, meeting the family, those types of subjects um, in relation to courtship. Yeah. So. <laughs> so for this episode, uh, as a disclaimer, this episode is important. Um, I know this is going <laughs> to we're going to get a lot of questions and feedback on this one, but I feel it's important to talk about. Um, for this episode, we're going to go into different areas on different conversations that I feel need to be had before you even begin a relationship, during your relationship, and beyond, because everybody's feelings and, you know, about um, the things we're going to be discussing changes, but also keep in mind that I feel these discussions should be have had early on because that determines where you go from here, where your relationship goes from having that discussion. And we're going to give tips on how to approach it because it's not easy. It's, it's definitely not. <laughs> um, um, I think it does play a role on how your relationship, how you and your partner um, go forward in your relationship, I should say. So as a disclaimer, this topic is going to be a little heavy. So, but we're trying to, we'll try to give you as much, you know, um, we'll give you our personal takes and we'll also help all of you, for those of you who are dating for the first time. And even if you need some help in current, um, your current relationships or even meeting different people, um, we'll definitely try to give you the best advice that we can. Okay, so let's get right into it. Um, the first topic um, for this particular section that I want to talk about is the topic of um, having children. This one's a big one. And I think that's a topic that, I mean, it depends because everybody's feelings are very, very different on that. Um, Especially because even before you begin this relationship, I feel that topic should be had. And especially if you're talking about where you see yourselves in the future. um, I know that's a topic um, that some people are a little skittish on and some people are not. So... um, for me personally, um, I've always wanted to have a family. So anyone that I've dated in the past and d- and in my current relationship, that was always something I've I've never changed my stance on that. Um, you know, um, you know, f- well, from what I heard about, you know, my ex, <laughs> my first ex, um, his uh his stance on it kind of changed so 
that would have been a problem for me down the road. <laughs> so I'm glad it didn't work out. It worked out the way that it did. Um, for my second relationship, uh, that one, that one was a bit of a, that one, he didn't want children. He wanted children, but we couldn't agree on how many or whatever. If we can't agree on that, I feel that's a problem. <laughs> I feel that's a problem. But, um, that, again, for me personally, I've never really changed my stance on to have a family because that's always been something I've always wanted. With my, you know, with my current relationship, um, he already had children. Um, a little backstory. Um, he was afraid to tell me at first. And which is understandable um, because uh, not everyone, and I can't stress that enough, not everyone wants to date somebody with kids. But I feel, that, again, before you even decide that, I call those make or break deals. <laughs> um, you know, this person could have the nearly full package that you're looking for but if that's something that you have a strong belief in and they don't that's going to be a problem I mean yes their feelings can there are instances where the other person's feelings can change um I've witnessed that too like the way they thought about that years ago compared to now it's different I know someone, um, a close friend of mine, that didn't want kids when they were younger, that never thought about it. And now that they have children, their whole, you know, their whole stance changed. Their whole philosophy on that changed because, you know, now they were parents. So they, like, but again, those are very rare instances. Um, sometimes some people's feelings never change. So that can be, that can be a problem. Um, so when I first, you know, started dating my fiance at the time, um, when we were kind of getting to know each other, um, I think I asked, yeah, I did ask him, I said, do you have children? He was like, at first he said no. And for that brief moment, he didn't know, but for that brief moment, I said, okay, you know, that's okay. That's fine. But I was like, Hmm. Oh, okay. I was like, well, you know, I kind of like skipped over <laughs> all of that and we just kept getting to know each other. But because we were becoming more serious, um, I remember this very clearly, like, um, his mom and his niece, they were, they were hanging out and for his birthday. And I guess he was starting to tell them about me and everything. And his mom was like, hey, if you're falling for this girl and you don't want to, you know, like you don't want her to find out a different way because it's not going to be good if she finds out from somebody else or whatever the case is. So um, 
you know, I knew he was hanging out with his family for his birthday, so I didn't really, you know, bother him that day. I just sent him a, ha- you know, happy birthday message and everything like that. And he comes fr- he comes home from having dinner uh, with them, and he's like, hey, I, you know, I got to talk to you about something. So I said, okay, you know, um, I said, okay let me you know I said oh, oh this sounds pretty serious <laughs> like I'm I'm preparing myself and you know he was like I you know he's like well remember when you asked me if I ever had if I had kids I was like yeah I remember you told me no so he was like well I was kind of scared to tell you but I do have I have kids I was like, how, you know, I, I was asking a lot of questions, like, how many? He was like, well, I have twins. And he was like, I have a boy and a girl. And I was like, oh, that's really, you know, like, I smiled. And I was like, oh, that's really cool that I, you know, twins run, run in my family. That's pretty interesting. So I was like, well, so if, you know, if we do go further in this relationship and we do decide to have children, you know, that, that might be a possibility. So, you know, from that, it, it was a big conversation because, you know, I had a lot of questions and as anyone would, um, I asked him if he was still with their mom and I asked him, you know, when were they born? Like I, I had a lot of questions. (laughs) So we ended up having a two hour conversation, um, and, you know, I, I understood why he was scared to tell me because, again, like I mentioned, not a lot of people are comfortable with dating um, someone with children, especially dating, an, yeah, yeah, we should mention dating a, a blind person or visually impaired person that has a child or children. So that's that can also be a whole other thing on top of that. So I, I, there was a lot for me to take on, but I was like, Hey, he's a package deal. You know, he has kids, you know, I love children. So that was a plus. And I wanted to get, you know, to know his kids and know how that is. So, um, that was important for me to know everything that I needed to. So it didn't affect my decision going forward, but I'm glad he was, you know, he felt okay enough to, you know, tell the truth and to tell me because, you know, it took a lot of courage for him. So I, I understand perfectly. Um, and, you know, I, I took it pretty well. I was a little nervous because that I've never dated someone with children before. So that was a whole new territory for me. Um, but I said, you know, it's, it, I'm happy, <laughs> but I'm also a little nervous because I hope that his kids like me and I, and it, it is, it's a lot when you are dating someone with kids because you know it it it's not easy but it it works <laughs> it can work as as long as you're willing to put in the time 
it can work. Um, but for for me personally, I was happy that he told me about it. Um, and I again, I wanted to know who they were, and I it was important. I guess for him to finally tell me because we were getting very serious very fast. So that was something I wanted to hear from him. I didn't want to hear it from anyone else because then I, the outcome would have been a little bit different. I I don't think it would change, but I would definitely would have had to, you know, have a conversation with him, but I'm glad that we did. Because it never changed our relationship going forward. It didn't change any of that. But yeah, that's just a little backstory on that. Um, <laughs> on how, you know, I found out. Um, but even before, even especially after finding out, like our conversations going forward was, hey, and that was another thing um, we talked about. We were like, hey do you want more kids in the future I know you're happy with the ones you have right now but do you want you know more kids in the future how you know how many or when would be the right time and I feel those conversations are important are those ongoing conversations are important to have because you're again as I mentioned at the beginning your feelings may change you may say one day oh no i I no longer want to have children, but that also causes a problem because you, if that's the case, then you have to be upfront with why your feelings changed. It shouldn't just be a, oh, well, my feelings changed on this. You know, I think your partner deserves to know your reason and also there's to know, like, what what made you change your mind you know I feel that's unfair if you don't especially because if it's something that they truly want um (laughs) another little backstory but not about myself um I know someone personally who wants children but their significant other does not and I feel that I mean, maybe they did at one point, but I don't know what changed their mind about it. I don't know. But um, they, you know, they said something very hurtful (laughs) um, to them. And I, you know, that was uncalled for. But I say all that to say, like, if that's your stance, I feel you should be honest with your partner instead of making them think one way which you know and then come to find out that's not what you want so I feel that's a conversation that should have been had at least with this particular person or anybody in general I feel that's a conversation that needs to be had early on so you know where you or your partner stand like if you both agree that you want to have children then that's great but I'd still say you should um continue to have this have that conversation especially depending on where you are in your life if you have a good job if you if you both are financially secure you know and think hey okay now is a good time 
I think, okay, we're, we're at a place where things worked out, where you're ready to bring another child or even your first, if you're ready to bring your first child into the world. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, <laughs> I think that's important to really, really think about. Um, so for you, Kayla, I know you've never experienced that, but do you see yourself having a kid? Um, if you, if you do date and you go forward in your relationship, do you see that happening or would that depend on you and your partner as well? Would it have to I be an agreement? We would have to be in agreement. I, I mean, sometimes I see myself having children and sometimes I don't. Okay. I guess it's, it's I, I guess every day it changes mm-hmm. depending on when. Yeah, that's true. Like I said, like, where you I like are babies. In your life. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah. I like babies, mm-hmm. and you know, I, mm-hmm. you know, they're cute, and they're. I like when they like hold your hand. <laughs> they hold your finger oh, yeah, like their do. little yeah. tiny yeah. hands. They, yes, they do. They and they out. they cry a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, they they make you know little coon. You know, what they call that cooing and or yeah. you know the babbling, whatever. Okay. So okay, yeah. So well, so in general, do do you at this point in your life? Um, when you do decide to date, you, like you said, you have to be agreement with your partner as well. Yeah. But do you, for yourself, see yourself having children, or you're still undecided? Uh, honestly, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like undecided. Like I, I, I usually take every day, every moment as is. As it is, okay. Yeah, that's so, honest enough. Yeah, right now I just got mm-hmm. my job, so right. it's been about six months on the job <laughs> so it's like you know okay. I, I i definitely want to enjoy my job i don't want to go too fast mm-hmm. i want to experience the workforce and okay just save i'm you know i have money saved so you that's, know saving oh, up some perfect. money okay yeah. great so okay. like you know having savings and mm-hmm. you know a plan and a you know right just a lot of people they have I, people have children and they have absolutely nothing. Nothing. That is true too. That's a good thing you bring that up. Um, or they just live paycheck to paycheck, paycheck like yeah. a, Which I mean it ha- things happen. I'm not going to say, you know, um cuz I don't want to make people feel that that cuz it um just so you know we're not here to shame anyone that yeah. is in that situation, but we've seen it a lot. So that's why we mention these things. But you know, things happen. Um, a lot of my friends are parents. Um, and they tell me it's it's not an easy task. Um, some of my friends had their kids very young. You know, things happen. And um, I see how it's changed them for the better. And I don't know <laughs> for everybody, but I've watched um, how my friends are with their kids. And I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's, you know, to see them. Um, and, you know, some of them, some of my friends are in a good place in their lives. Like they have a good job. They, you know, they have a good income coming in. And some are living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, but they find a way to provide for their children. And because let's be honest, in the blind and visually impaired community, we get a lot of flack for from the sighted world thinking that we can't be parents. And I'm here to tell you that is not true. Yeah, we, we I, I think we know maybe at least one or two people that mm-hmm. 
I know at least one person that is a parent. Too, I I and know that is visually impaired. a lot. <laughs> I know uh, a few of my uh, a few of my girlfriends are parents, and I think a few of my close guy friends are dads. And hearing their experiences, um, definitely, um, you know, uh, we're like. We said we're I'm kind of here to break that stereotype of oh you can't be like how are you gonna provide for how are you gonna take care of your kid I'm like mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it the same way as everybody else. everybody else it's just it may be a little harder yeah but you know um but we make it happen you know so yeah. and there's a stereotype too that you know blind people mm-hmm. people in the blind visually impaired community right. are not self-supporting that is not that true. is not true I want us. I want to break that down right we now. Can, that, or that we can't be self-supporting. I, yes. Like we can. We can. It's just in a future episode. I want to talk more about that. Some people choose not to be, and and that's okay. But it's okay, but not okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, but not okay. We'll put it like that. Yeah. But which goes back to my whole having drive and ambition situation. So that ties into what I said. Um. But we do get a lot of flack for that. Um, I know uh, I won't dive in too much about my fiance about that. But when people see him with his kids, they are it. It the reception is is. I'm sure you know there are times where it's interesting if I want to say it in that way. But a lot of the times, the reception is very welcoming like oh wow you you're totally blind and you've got kids wow Wow, that's like a big thing because people honestly feel like I know it's coming from a genuine place and they don't mean any you know harm by that but a lot of times people in the sighted community think that we can't so once they see that they're like whoa 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 wait a minute (laughs) like whoa I didn't know you're trying to take care of your like yeah it's just it's not the same way as you know we do it the same way as anybody else but it's a little bit harder (laughs) harder. (laughs) I'll say that um but watching my friends watching and you know um I haven't seen him in person with his kids yet but you know just hearing him be out and about I'm like wow okay cool cool I'm glad you know people realize like hey uh, (laughs) you can do it and and that gives me inspiration too if I want to if I just if I do decide okay Mm -hmm. change my mind and I do want if your mind does change and you're like whoa or unexpected things happen you know right I mean that gives me a lot of inspiration from my fiance from my friends and even from like family members because you know um I have a cousin uh who you know he's deaf he's mute and he always wanted a kid but due to his health I feel so bad because he loves kids he can't (laughs) children or he can't create children so it's yeah so for me it like seeing that that gives me like, cause I, you know, now that my friends are older and, you know, a lot of my friends got married or they're just with their partner, they have children. 
that's like, whoa, if they can do it, why can't I? Or I'm going to try to, you know, I'm inspired by that. So I'm grateful to see like, and they'll be honest with me. Like they'll say, oh, you know, today was a bad day. It, it was a it was a struggle, but we got through it. And I'm like, okay, that's how it is with sighted parents. Like you're going to have your good days and you're going to have those days where it's it's not always easy. And parenting is a 24 hour, 24 seven hour job. So, in addition to your full time job. Exactly. So seeing that and coupled with how my my parents raised me, that definitely helps in future <laughs> parenting because I told my mom I made a joke I was like mom I'm gonna be asking you for help a lot <laughs> because I you know like we always had like an inside joke like oh you know I need you to ha- like how do I do this <laughs> like how to say that or whatever but seeing you know seeing how I was raised and coupled with seeing my friends being parents it definitely inspires me a lot. So yeah. I'm grateful for that. You should see the stuff they have for babies I now. Know. It's so different. And you know what's so crazy? I'm going to BJ's and I and I kid you not, Kayla, I find myself in the baby aisle all Why? the time. <laughs> all the time. It's like I'm having you baby fever. Oh, no. I'm having baby fever like every time. Like the stuff they have for ba- like yeah. all this, like the bottle warmers? Oh, like seriously? No, they're, they're pretty cool. I actually like them. Or the, the <laughs> they have a Keurig yeah, for like I s- for baby formula. Like, I seriously? Couldn't be- I didn't know that. Wow. I got to put that on my baby registry when I have one. Like, hey, get me uh, this. I'll get it for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. But no, like I, I kid you not, because we don't have uh babies for us anymore. Yeah, they closed them. I'm so mad because that they that was a yeah. There was I think there was a bye bye baby or babies. Yeah, or us they they don't even Toys R Us. They took I, away Toys R Us. Too. I know we gotta go to Jersey for that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go to Jersey, and you know, um, and they do have it in uh in the New York City area, um. We have Toys R Us in Macy's, but it, I'm, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen. Like, I remember the when when we went to the Columbia program that we went to that big Toys oh R Us. Oh my god, Times Square, yes, <laughs> big time, good times. Yeah, and and there was a candy aisle, and yes, and I got a whole bunch of M and M's, and one of the counselors was like, "Oh, you should go on the M and M car." Yeah, <laughs> and I went and on the- you know what I did? I went on the Ferris wheel. You know oh. that big wheel oh, that's yeah. on top of yeah. I did that. That was awesome. <laughs> but I again, like I found myself like every time because you the- know and um because well the the BJ's here near Kayla's house um here in Valley Stream. I go to that one a lot. So the way their layout is, mm-hmm. it's a little different from the other locations that I used to go to a lot. So, like, the baby aisle is close to the snack aisle. Mm. So, if I have to go towards, like, snacks or anything like that, I always pass <laughs> the AI. I said, I'm going to oh. come. I was like, and I and I, uh, I was there just this past uh, week, actually. And uh, what I did, I went in to see, like, I went in the aisle itself just to see, like, you know, the new things that they have out. Just in case, you know, if someone has a baby and mm-hmm. they tell me what to get, I'll know. Like, I'll have an idea of what to get them, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, 
I'm like, whoa, they have all these different things. I'm like, those I've new never, stuff that we never I had never before. Had. Even my mom was saying, she's like, when I had you girls, there was none. There was, there was a, none of, none this of stuff. the stuff. Like I had to do things the old way. You had to the bottles. You yeah. had to put it under the faucet. Like uh-huh. under yeah, the, she told me that. Like my mom. Now they got the bottle warmers because my mom's best friend. She has a baby. She's got yeah, like the bottle warmer. Oh, I'm like, what nice. the heck? Is and it slowly and it slowly warms up the bottle. The bottle, so you don't so have you to. Put it, okay. You plug it in and you just put it no in and it slowly way. warms up was, oh, wow. wow that's pretty cool that's, see that's i would get that awesome. and i would get that keurig formula thing oh, that's really, really? Yeah. okay good to know good yeah. to know but you know i i say all that to say like i'm sure in the next five years yeah <laughs> they'll <laughs> have more say, stuff yeah oh oh they're always coming up with like you know more sophisticated and it, and it's uh, just a sidebar if you're buying clothes for babies Definitely, because the way they make clothes now is not the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have to be very, like, uh, <laughs> very mindful. Of, Babies like, grow out of clothes yeah, very, very quickly. Very, quickly. Like, if you got something for them that was, like, in the two-month-old range, and they're now five, six oh, months, no. that's that's a, that's a whole thing. Because mm-hmm. um, their bodies are growing. Yeah. So fast. they very fast these days. Um <laughs> So that's like, cause my, you know, my niece, a couple of my nieces actually, uh, and my nephew, one of my nephews, um, they have kids. So, I mean, I didn't really get to get anything for their babies yet. I mean, they're now, but she, they, they were telling me like, you know, when they got stuff, they grew out of it so quick, so quick. And I'm like, you know what? That's all babies. That's (laughs) that's why you get them. That's why you get them toys and things. For, like, a friend of mine, I got, you know, when she was having her baby, I got her uh, this. I got her a learning toy for her baby. I didn't get, like, a typical toy. Mm. I got a uh, – I actually went to Target, and I went in the toy aisle, and I found, like, this. Uh, it was, like, a nature set where it had, like, animals. It was a talking nature thing, and – had like all the little animals in it so you get to learn what the animals are Mm. and it was really cool it was was pretty pricey but it was worth it because um it um that's what i want to do like if anyone's having a baby i'm gonna get you something you can learn learn early um that way like you grow with that toy because it's good for and from babies to toddlers mm. so you learn about the animals and there's like little different things so they could play with and i'm like or even get them one of those read-along like, books yeah those read-along books i'm gonna try to do that <laughs> yeah because clothes and shoes yeah. they grow no, outgrow no. them very no. fast. I, that's why i didn't do it i didn't get um this person clothes um i got them like a learning uh toy so when you know if when it was time for them to learn about oh this is a dog this is a cat Mm. type thing um i you know i got them that so it worked out (laughs) it worked out um but uh you know just going back to you know what we were saying like please if you are just dating someone if you're just starting out dating and that topic comes up um i'm gonna give a couple tips to that um don't push the subject but if it does come up be honest with your answer 
please, <laughs> because that, you know, that person would rather you be honest than not. And like Kayla said, like for her, I know she said her mind will change. And again, in rare instances, your mind will change as, you know, as time goes on. So, but the main thing is to, especially with that, is to be honest with your partner. And, you know, and if you are far along in your relationship, please continue to, you know, every once in a while, like talk about it um, and see where, if your mindset is still the same or not. Um, I think that's very important. Um, I, I know that I've had this conversation many, 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 many times, um, and I'll continue to have it up until when, you know, I'm, it is the right time to, you know, have a baby. <laughs> so, um, but I think it, it is important to have that conversation. Um, and again, for those of you, you know, um, if, if, again, if you just are starting out, I feel Again, don't push the subject, but if it does come, if either one of you bring it up, brings that conversation up, I, you know, start, don't go in, uh, like, don't, don't go too crazy. Just start off lightly asking like, hey, where do you, do you see yourself, you know, having children down the road? If so, you know, like. Think questions like that, at least to get them comfortable in order for them to be open and honest about it. Because if you come in like, oh, I want to have a baby. What about you? That for them, you're going to scare that person off. Especially if if that's not, you know, don't ask it too, too early. But if you're at that point where you guys are about to become serious, I think that's a good time. Um if you guys are just starting out getting to know each other, you can ask that question, but I think it should be asked in a different way. And that way, um, when you do bring that question up again, when you guys are officially dating or if you're far along in your relationship, um, if that question does come up, I think that should that question should be approached with caution and also again continue to um have these ongoing conversations because again you know your feelings will change over time and life happens you know either you both are working or you both are trying to achieve your individual goals so that's something you want to take into account and factor in um, about ha- bringing a ba- having a baby or having more children in this case. Uh, <laughs> but I think that's a good idea. Um, at least, you know, with that conversation. <laughs> so I hope I, you know, uh, explained enough. <laughs> that way you guys know what to do. And if I didn't, you can always... If there was something about that that I didn't touch on, um, you know, ask away. <laughs> yeah, send us your comments on our social media with, yeah. or theblindspot at gmail.com. Uh, com. Yes, please, please, please do. Please. <laughs> that would be great. 
Um, so moving on from that, um, the next topic I kind of want to discuss is how culture affects um, dating. Yeah. And is that another conversation? Like, you know, one of the conversations we should have? What about? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that is a conversation also. I want to be clear on this um, because this was brought to my attention many, many times. So I want to make this. So to the person who I've been talking to about this, uh, I'm going to talk about our com- well, our conversation, but also the topic of culture and dating. Um, so this one is for you and for everybody else. <laughs> um, when I so just be mindful. Um, we may dip into religion a little bit, so I'm not gonna go too too deep into that. Um, but I want to be clear that it shouldn't be a make or break, regardless of how your family feels. Um, I don't think it should make a difference, but I know in some cases that tradition still matters. I mean, obviously tradition matters all around, but people's beliefs are different. So that can be, that can uh, clash a little bit on, uh, especially because it's hard enough dating as a visually impaired or blind individual but it's harder also when there's culture involved as well. So that's why I want to talk about that. Um, because my, you know, um, one of my close friends who brought this to my attention many, many times, and I couldn't wait to talk about this because I think everyone can relate to that, is, um, you know, he... He's a spiritual person, but he's not religious. But he told me that when he encounters people that he, like women that he's trying to date or even start a relationship with, um, they come out, out the gate with their beliefs, which, okay, if that's, if that's your choice and that's how you want to approach it, that's fine. There's, you know, that's how you, if that's, you know, if that's your thing, then that's fine. That's great. But you also have to understand not everyone is like that. And this is why that conversation needs to be had. Um... You know, because for him, he's not, like, religious in that sense, but he is spiritual. Um, And he feels like, you know, um, if you're, like, the women that he's been trying to date or talk to um, feel like, oh, well, if you're not this, then we can't date. And And I feel like that's not really fair. I think you should be able to compromise whether you don't have the same beliefs as that other person. Um, But if, I don't know about you guys, but if you had that, you know, instance where you dated someone, 
and their beliefs are different from you and they weren't really willing to compromise that, then that's a problem. I'm not saying to change your whole belief system just for them, but I know in some cultures that is the case. Uh, if, if your partner is willing to do that for you, then that should be their choice. I feel that should be a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think, even if, because I know in some cases their family families will say, oh, well, if they're not X, Y, and Z, we don't want you dating them. But I'm like, that's, I feel that's still uncalled. Even in this day and age, I, I strongly feel that's uncalled for. Because I, I mean, you know, I come from a Catholic family, but I respect other people's cultures. Now, um, if they are, if they don't have the same belief, if they have some, and I say some, of the same beliefs as I do, I think that's good enough for me. I'm not going to ask you to change just because I want to date you. Now, it just so happens, you know, um, my fiancé comes from a Catholic family, but he also is a born-again Christian, and I respect that. I would never ask him to change his belief system just because, you know, um, we always talk about this too. We're like, well, we all bleed the same blood. We all shared, you know, this planet. Like, I don't understand why it's such a difficult thing, but it is. (laughs) To be honest, it is. Um, But he does share a lot of the same values that I have. So, Again, that's good enough for me. I would never, you know, ask for anything extra. So I would never, you know, um, and he's told me stories about him dating um, girls from, you know, he's girls from all different walks of life. So he knows what that's like. And, you know, I, I've dated out. You know, I've dated outside of my culture, which, you know, I, I, I love to because I want to know other people's cultures besides yeah. myself. I, I have, I've done that too. So, you, you know, know, I've dated, <laughs> I've dated someone who was a, um, came from a Greek Italian, Greek and Italian. Okay. So, you know. Okay. Like, you know, I'm Haitian American, so I've dated outside of my culture. Um, I'm with, you know, I'm still within the troll <laughs> atmosphere but you know I'm dating someone who is Puerto Rican Italian and I'm sure he has other cultures on his bloodline then I respect all of that because you know I'm willing it has to you both have to come to a compromise you know um in order to make your relationship work like he told his mom you know my cultural and religious background and you know she took it pretty well (laughs) she took it very well I should say you know because he was telling her about me so she was like oh is she where what's her you know 
like background or whatever and he told her and she was like oh she comes he's like yeah she comes from a catholic family and you know things like that so but i know for other people that can it it can be a make or break but i also say that again you should come to a compromise um like if there's a holiday you want to celebrate I feel you should celebrate it I don't think it should be that person's way or your highway it it you both should celebrate each other's cultural differences especially if you are dating and that goes for friends too like I've I have friends that come from different parts of the world and I got and the you know I got to know a lot more about their cultures and things like that like growing up um you know with Kayla and the rest of my friends like I learned a lot about the Spanish culture I've learned a lot about like uh other cultures in general and I'm like wow I want to know more like I'm not the type of person that wants to know more about uh, because I feel like hey I I respect it I I you know I want to celebrate with you whatever your traditions are I want to know more about it so I can understand it better yeah. um I think that's important whether you're in a relationship or if you're b- having a friendship I think it's important Yes, there may be things you may not agree on, but for the most part, I feel that those differences should be celebrated. And I know that's easier said than done. (laughs) But again, for those of you, if you are dating someone that um, that is culturally different from you, I think that's awesome because... That shows that you want to learn about that other person's um, culture. I always say it doesn't matter where they come from as long as they treat you the way you deserve to be treated. And I also feel that whatever cultural differences that you have, those should be celebrated. Like like my mom, uh, a little backstory on that, my mom worked for um, a Jewish lady. And this was the longest case she has ever had. Okay. she <laughs> So 15 years as, you know, her, like, um, from nine to three. And then another eight years. So 23 years in total of working with her. And through her, I've learned a lot about the the Jewish culture so I love it (laughs) and I even had a Jewish uh teacher in high school so that also taught me a lot who was that um Miss Sanders oh I I don't know if you've ever had her I don't think I know yeah she was she was awesome there's two Miss Sanders but the one I had she taught um she taught history so a uh, u.s history i should say oh okay yeah that was in grover cleveland mm-hmm. oh, okay yeah i don't she, okay I, I, yeah I, yeah so, i i actually left grover cleveland when i was almost going into my 11th grade yeah year, so, so. You, didn't, you didn't get to have her then no. for u.s history no. um she uh so at the end of the semester at least the first term for the school year which is around the holidays usually 
um, we would have like a little party. So what she did, she used to bring matzo balls. Oh, yes. Yeah. I had, you know what? I, now that you're talking about culture, Jewish, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I was, I when eighth grade. I, if you're, if you're in a special education class yes. and you're doing, if you do well in a certain subject, they yes. put you in what's called mainstream. mainstream yes. So Which, I was mainstreamed mm-hmm. in English and yes. the teacher, mm-hmm. her, um, she was Jewish and every Passover she would bring Matzo, oh, the, which is yeah. crack. It, it it almost looks like crackers with yeah. butter. With butter, yeah. yeah. Or my favorite is potato waffle. Oh, because <gasps> Miss Sanders. Oh my gosh, she mm. used to make the best. Like, because we had a holiday party um in the class, so we all, each brought something from home, and she, guys. Like, that was my very first time ever having potato laka, yeah. which is, oh, my God, to this day. They're like potato pancakes. Yes. So for those of you who don't know, yes, they are potato pancakes. Um, You have the delicacy with that is applesauce. Um, you have to have it with applesauce. I'm like, no, I like the... Yeah, yeah, but for us, for me, it's like, nah. I, I like the fried I, and the, uh, I like okay. the dryness. I, I'm not into the sauce when it comes to oh, okay. fried food. Oh, okay. I love, I love it with applesauce. <laughs> but, you know, that actually made me understand her culture better because she taught us, you know, how it is. And even when I was in elementary school, like, we did something called International Day, Um, you know, that way, um, we got to learn about everybody's. Um, this is before you came, Kayla. Wow. Um, so back in 223, um, in elementary school, we did a little thing called International Day. And um, I had to bring uh, stuff from my culture, like food from my culture, which I did. And, you know, my friends loved it. And we each had to, we had to write a little report on where our delicacies came from and what was the purpose or what's the significance of it, which a lot of times we don't do that in school anymore. Mm-hmm. I've like, I feel that's another thing, a component to getting to, um, getting to have your kids like learn about different cultures. Um, because it does affect you later on in life <laughs> yeah, or experience and different experience cultures. cultures yeah even if you're not in, in the country Trade, yeah if you can't if afford you can't you know. to go i still would want to know like for you know like in junior high school we had a teacher that was our gym teacher yes i miss her so much um she was greek and italian oh wow mm-hmm. <laughs> yep miss e was Oh, wow. Uh, I didn't know that yeah. about her. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ephemedes? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That, that's a Greek last name. Oh. If nobody really figured it, I figured it out. I, wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> fun fact. So fun fact. Uh, you know, um, <laughs> we got to call her Kathy, but Miss Kathy, yeah. she was, she's Greek and Italian. So she, she talked a lot about what I really loved about her. She wasn't just the gym teacher, but she kind of let us in on, you know, her life and what her traditions were as a Greek and Italian American. So because of her, I fell more in love with the Italian culture. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I want to know more. So she always gave us like little fun facts. 
nice. So that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, and now you're on the subject. Well, you yeah, are on the subject like, of yeah. Jewish. I work for a mm-hmm. nonprofit Jewish organization yeah. that provides br- audio, braille, and large print books to people who are blind and visually impaired. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it's great to learn about the Jewish culture. So yeah. I'm learning about the Jewish culture, culture and yeah, and like you learned about the Jewish culture in mm-hmm. junior high school in, in high, high school. school right. So and it's fun. Like when I meet new people, I always ask them, you know, respectfully, you know, what's their background and if they're willing to share and, you know, I'm like, Hey, I, you know, if I say, Hey, I, I've experienced that. Can you tell me a little more? And, you know, they'll give you little anecdotes or they'll tell you, like their traditions and everything like that. Like one of my best friends um, is one of our listeners. He's actually from Egypt. So that's pretty fun. (laughs) So I'm learning um, about that as well. I'm learning more about his culture and everything like that. So it's, it's pretty cool. Um, And I say all that to say is that if you are potentially going to date somebody, I, and if they're, you know, if they're not from the same country as you or if they have different traditions, I feel those should be celebrated. Um, I, again, like I was saying before, I know that sometimes that can be a bit of a challenge, especially when it comes time to meet the family. And, you know, they always ask those questions. So what I would suggest with that is... Um, I would definitely, uh, you know, with respect, you know, I would say, Hey, you know what? Yes, we are from different backgrounds, but we love each other. We, we want to, you know, I don't, I don't think that should be a make or break situation, but in most cases it is. And I don't think that's fair. Um, I think feel that you should give that culture a chance and if the person in and in regards to what I was saying before if they don't have the same values as you or if they do have a a few I think that should be um I think that should you should be able to compromise if you are both willing to do that um like what your views on, you know, uh, on marriage are, which that's going to be the next thing I'm going to talk about. Um, what your views on, you know, what your traditions are. I think that all falls into that category. So that's why I say those conversations are extremely important to have early on and to have them continuously because you're going to run into situations where that's going to come up and how to, you know, how to navigate it. Um, it's not easy. There's no roadmap for that. (laughs) There's not a map at all, but it's how you navigate it. It'll help you out in the long run, whether you're in a relationship or if you're building a friendship, I think that goes for, and even at work, let's put it out there too. Even when you're at work, you're going to have coworkers that are from different backgrounds um, than yourself. So just keep that in mind as well. Yeah. And, you know, me working at a nonprofit Jewish mm-hmm. organization, we also have people that are not mm-hmm. Jewish that are from different backgrounds. So okay. 
That's pretty cool. Yeah, That's so pretty cool. Like my manager, he's British. So oh, he's okay. Like, you know. Okay. And there's a we have another coworker who's Nigerian. So oh, wow. it's you know, okay. it's good to learn about the, you know, cultural diversity. Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, especially when it comes to those types of relationships, whether it's your personal relationships regarding dating. Um, I've, you know, my sister, one of my sisters actually went to, uh, I guess they, like a, she went to a, a Hindu wedding. Oh, wow. My, one of my, uh, cousins, uh, well, she is a cousin, uh, I keep forgetting and how far down <laughs> the cousin tree she is but she uh she was getting married to an Indian guy so she had a she had a Hindu wedding and she you know she respected his tradition so they had a traditional uh they had a traditional wedding and they even did like the henna tattoo which I think is so cool it's really nice but it was cool it was it was awesome so a lot of times those you know, a lot of times those rare exceptions, they work out, but you, and, but again, it takes a lot of compromising, not too much, but it does require you, you and your partner to come to an agreement on how you both navigate your separate traditions or even bringing them together, you know, um, how you navigate that. Um, I hope that <laughs> I've explained more of that for you. Um, if so, Kayla, um, to sort of not end this portion, yeah. but to close this question out a little bit before moving on to the next topic. Um, so if you do <coughs> decide to date, would you feel comfortable dating someone from a different background? And how would you navigate that going forward? Being the fact that you dated before, um, um, I would be comfortable dating someone with a different background mm-hmm. as long as I don't have to change. Okay. If that's your, yeah. if that's your stance, then yeah. let them know from the get go. Yeah. That that's like, I don't want to have to like, say if I dated somebody that's, mm-hmm. I mean, I know we're not going to touch on religion, and but yeah. you know, the, uh, if I dated someone who was Muslim and right. you know, they, uh, we eat pork. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so that's something you will not. No. Okay. Okay. I, okay. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but okay. I mean, I do respect the Muslim culture. I yeah. respect all cultures. But yeah. as you said, if that's your stance, yeah. then I think I feel like partner should like, respect. Like that I as also well. learned that mm-hmm. right now. I mean, the Jewish culture. You know, mm-hmm. the Friday and Saturday is the Sabbath, Habit, and yes. they can't like if you're uh, very strict. They can't use electronic devices. When I can, I wouldn't be able to do that. I'm sorry. No, I I would not. Okay. Okay. So again, um, that's a healthy boundary and that's your stance. So I'm glad we're talking about that because again, it's like I mentioned before, some things are make or break and some, if you're willing to compromise, and celebrate your differences, I think it's worth it. And as a sidebar, don't quote unquote shove your belief system 
down the other person's throat especially mm. i see that a lot on yeah. especially when i know you, you guys hear me talk about 90 day fiance mm-hmm. that's what a lot of these people, people do. do they shove it down their throat that you can't I do think, that i think i think it's if you're gonna touch on your religious beliefs or your cultural beliefs i that's why i strongly urge that you guys should have a conversation because you know for me and you know my fiance like we both you know, he's Puerto Rican, I'm Haitian. He comes from a traditional or in sometimes not so traditional family, but they have traditions that I like and that I respect. And we, he and I have similar traditions. So I try to, you know, when I talk about like the type of food I make, they're like, oh, he's like, oh, I, we do that too, just a little bit different. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I forgot what we were discussing before, but I I had mentioned my mom makes this, uh, she makes pork during the holiday season. Okay. But it's not regular pork. It's like, um, <coughs> sorry. <laughs> it's a little, like, it's different from regular pork. But I told him about it. And, you know, I told him what it was um, in Creole, obviously. And he's like, oh, my you know my mom does this but a little bit i think different i i think i is it been well similar to benny yeah it's so, yeah it's sort of similar so that's why i said our cultural differences are not so different the more that i got to know him and the more i got to know kayla and the rest of my friends i'm like we do things just very similar though it's just a couple of differences to how we cook and how we do things and you know um i was talking about uh because he knows what it is um it's well i we in my uh, culture we i mean obviously for kayla and anybody that is puerto rican knows what coquito is yeah so we have a version of that ourselves and it's really good. <laughs> and there's a there's it's, a the American ver- yeah the Amer- it's, Ameri- eggnog. it's eggnog. Yeah. So it's for anyone that is in it's eggnog. Yeah. But for those of us who come from the Caribbean, we know exactly what this is. <laughs> and for anyone that's not familiar, um, it it we have our own versions of what it is, and it's really good. It's a festive drink. We usually make it during the holidays. Um, because being the fact that we are in the holiday season, I will be trying to replicate it again. <laughs> so I'm excited for that. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, Kayla has had it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, yeah I'm not really my favorite, favorite, but, you know. But I, I personally love it. Yeah, um, but, you know, I celebrate those cultures. And, you know, it, again, you may not always agree on certain things but i think for the most part your your differences are not so different when you think about it if they are i feel they they still should be celebrated regardless of you know family interference or anything like that if you two are willing to make it work then i think um you guys should find a way to make that happen <laughs> because i've I've heard people break up over cultural differences and I'm like, but why? If you guys were good together, then why? You know, I'm like, and it's still happening. Yeah. 
So that's why we're talking about this because especially for the blind and visually impaired community and even for the sighted community, like I feel if you have cultural differences, they should be celebrated. But (laughs) it's not always like that. But but for the purposes of this conversation, I brought this to all of our attention because, again, my friend wanted me to touch on it. So I'm glad I did. And, you know, um, I know this was a little heavy from our normal uh, topics that we talked about, but I feel that um, it should be talked about. It should be talked about a little bit more. So I hope we expanded more on that. And I know you guys are going to have a lot of conversations <laughs> after listening to this portion. So, yeah. but, um, but if, you know, um, just to end off this por- part of our um, episode, at least this topic, um, if you are in a long-term relationship with someone that is from a different cultural and or religious background, um, congratulations. I, I know it's not easy. Um, I hope you all are making it work as best as you can. Um, I hope that, you know, your families respect your difference, your cultural differences and also celebrate those differences. And if you are in the process of dating, I'm mean, not dating. If you're in the process of trying to find someone to date or to have a relationship with um that's why I said that conversation should be had a bit early because that way you know whether to pursue it or not um and if it's worth that and that's why I mentioned that you shouldn't stuff your beliefs down that person's throat because they're they they'll if you if they were respect your belief system I think that should be reciprocated so I'll leave it (laughs) I'll leave it with that but um I know you guys are gonna give us a lot of feedback on that so I hope (laughs) that I know it's a little bit heavy right now but don't worry I I, but I definitely wanted um to talk about that because it is prevalent and we just never mentioned it before because I mean, now that we're older and now that, you know, I'm engaged and I've, you know, seen a lot, heard a lot, um, I think it's something that needed to be talked about. So moving on, (laughs) moving on from this uh, portion, um, the next topic I wanted to discuss in our ongoing having these conversations with your significant other is when is it the right time to either get engaged and following that when is the minimal time frame to meet your intentions of when the wedding's going to be cuz you know that's the first question that everyone mm-hmm. asks mm-hmm. um i don't know about you guys <laughs> uh, we all can relate to it at least those of you who are listening i'm sure you've all either are dealing with this yourselves or you've seen you know your friends or peer group in that situation so (laughs) this is why I'm mentioning this um that's another conversation 
um, when I touched on on our last um, portion of the last topic we were talking about, which is culture, um, I feel also, again, that the topic of when do you see yourself getting married, I that's a very tricky topic, topic I should say. Sorry. Um, <laughs> talking a lot today. Yeah. Tongue twisting. Uh, <laughs> Tongue th- yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've been talking a lot today. Yeah. Um, but the topic of your views on marriage, um, I think that also goes back to when you guys are getting to know each other. Because that also can fluctuate, but I'd rather know right then and there but that's a subject you shouldn't push either but if you are going to bring it up I would start by asking um you know do you see yourself being married one day um and you know like that's that type of question I think that would make that person feel more comfortable instead of saying it in a way where it's abrasive or aggressive you don't want to scare that person off you know you don't want to do that um I think on that particular subject um I think that should be on the getting to know you portion if that person says that oh well um because a lot of times you know um person that you're trying to like like I said before everybody has a past so their past may affect their current and future relationships due to the fact of whatever situation they went through so you also have to keep that in mind especially when you're bringing that up you know um I feel that is important uh because I have a friend of mine um She's been with this individual for over 20 years, which is a very long time. And she did the very thing that I'm going to tell people not to do. <laughs> um, what she did is because she saw or she heard and seen, you know, her friends, meaning me and another good friend of mine, um getting proposed to and all of that now she you know she's been with this person for a long time so now that's actually like in her head like to to have this conversation but I'm like you waited all this time which I think that's a big no-no because now that's going to cause an issue. And especially um, if that person isn't on the same page as you. Because this, um, the person that she's with, he's not on the same page as her. Due to the fact that he was down that road before and he's, he's not comfortable with going down that road again. So, I mean, at this point, yes, you need to respect that. If that's not something he wants, that which goes back to why I said these conversations are important. Because if that's something that you want, 
and that person doesn't, that's going to create a conflict. And then you waited all this time to actually discuss something like that. This is why, you know, you have the problems that you're having. Because one, you're, you're noticing everyone around you, you know, coming into that stage of their lives. And you should have had this conversation when you were, I mean, because she is a lot older than me. So I, you know, I was saying, you know, with respect, I was like, well, why didn't she talk about this sooner? You know, and especially knowing what that person went through, like, why would you want to pressure him, that person? And that's another thing. You shouldn't pressure someone uh, to marry you. That's a no-no. <laughs> that's a big no-no. Um, they want, it should be something that you both want, and you should be on the same page. Um, that's why I said, I'm always going to say this, um, that it's important. Because that way you know where that person's head is, head's at, especially their their mindset of whether they want to be married or if they don't. Um, but in this case, with my friend, like it was a big deal. <laughs> it was it was a it, long story short. Like she was trying to like like ask him, and he's like, no, you know. I went through this before. I'm not about to go through it again, which, you know, I respect that. If that's something you don't want to go through again, then. But for her, I feel like, okay, if that's the case, then, you know, why is she still with him? But, you know, it's, that's her choice. Um, but if that was me, I, that would be a problem. That would cause a huge, huge conflict. Um, that would cause me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that for me that would be a conflict. That would be. I would get out. Get yeah, out. Right that's there, it. We're it. done. Yeah, exactly. If that's not what you, that's why I said. Um, you know, for me, I always wanted to get married. Um, but the factors with that was, you know, first of all, <laughs> you have to have someone that's one on the same page, and one that's you know serious about being in a committed relationships so you know I'm glad that worked out either <laughs> with that being said um you know um I wasn't pressured we both agreed on that um that this is what we both wanted because we always talked about it I saw myself you know um getting to that stage of our relationship um you know, and I made it known, like, hey, I see myself being married to you. I want to be married to you. So that was an ongoing thing, even up to when we got engaged, you know. So those were continuous conversations that we've had. And I'm glad that we had them because our stance on getting married never changed, you know. Um, feelings never changed on that and anything like that so I feel that's definitely um um important um I've also had seen you know s people that I know like uh one thing I should point out 
don't ever not to say don't ever well yeah i'm gonna say it bluntly don't ever let your friends pressure you into asking or in um not to say well yeah don't ever let your friends um pressure you into proposing to your significant other because one not for nothing that's none of their business until you're ready to announce that to the world and to your close friends and family that should be your decision and your decision alone um don't give into peer pressure <laughs> okay i know it sounds like i'm giving an after school special but please don't because uh i heard uh something about someone that uh they were kind of pressured into asking uh this person to marry them and i think that was a no-no that was a no-no that should have been a decision they made on their own not through peer pressure but you know you both have to come to that decision um if that's where you're headed then great (laughs) you know i never let my friends influence my decision i if i want their support then yes i'm gonna say hey guess what guys i'm engaged you know or guess what guys i'm with some you know with this guy and what do you think like if i but no way will i would i ever you know i mean i love my friends but that's something that's a decision i need to come to for myself i don't want to be like because pressured by my friends or by my family either if you know i'm glad it didn't happen like that because you know um he didn't like because i honestly he had told me this like he was gonna ask me a year later but because you know things happened and the moment presented itself so it happened and i'm very grateful that it did i would have been okay with it either way um but you know he was like hey i didn't want to wait anymore you know um but i wanted to proceed and i said okay you know i'm glad that you did <laughs> like because you came to that decision yes he i'm sure he went to you know people close to him and asked them for for their opinion and I mean, that's what you should do, you know, when you have close friends and family. But it's, but pressuring, no. I think that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. Um, that's a big, for me, that's a big no-no. <laughs> that's a no-no. Um, that's, again, that's a decision you both should come to together. And if he's going to propose, he needs to do it on his own time. Or they need to do it on their own time. It shouldn't be something. Now, if you've noticed that, you know, after the engagement and you've been engaged for some time and things aren't happening, then yes, you could start asking those questions. <laughs> but in terms of like pressuring someone, no, no, that's a no, no. Absolutely not. Because. One, that's going to lead to a conflict. Two, 
it it's just the whole like you're gonna ruin that whole moment when it does actually happen it that should be a special moment you're always gonna remember so as I said that's a no-no um and another thing I want to point out don't let your friends or your family pressure you, pressure you into staying with someone that you don't want to be with. Don't do that. That's not a good thing either. And don't let your friends or your family mm. discourage you from encourage you from leaving the person that yes. you like. Yes. <laughs> and definitely. vice versa. Yes. <laughs> that that's also something we should point out. I'm glad you you said that. But I say all that to say like again in the whole getting to know you portion that's one of um the you know the things you should talk about your views on marriage and all of that and where do you see that happening whether it's you know if you've been together say for you know four years and you feel that it's time then hey pop the question (laughs) you know if you see or even later sometimes for some people it's it happens sooner than expected and that's okay too but you both have to be okay with it you both have to be okay um so um in relation to that the next thing I want to talk about is when is the right time to pop the question or when is it the right time uh I'd say um if you are at a point in your relationship where you want to take things to the next level, if you have been dating, for those of you, um, if you are in a long-term relationship and you are, you are at that point, um, I think that's a conversation to be had. But again, don't ruin the moment because that's a moment you want to remember for the rest of your life. Um, but, you know, Again, let your partner or your significant other come to that decision on their own and let them, you know, um, let them, uh, let them do it. Because the more you push the subject, I feel it's like, okay, um, it's not going to turn out well. Um, but I do say that, you know, if you've been together for, let's say three, four years, I think, you know, you've been, you've been together for that amount of time. And if you are, you know, in that state of mind that, okay, I'm ready to pop the question. Um, I think that's great for some people. I've heard it happen after a year. Which I think is a little too soon, but everybody's different. Um, for some, it could be 10 years down the road. And that, that happens too. Um, but that, those are things to keep in mind. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> and <clears throat> you both have to... You know, um, despite the ups and downs that you guys have gone through, if it's something you both truly, you know, want for each other, then 
congratulations. I mm-hmm. think that's awesome. I think it, it is a beautiful milestone to get engaged to the person that you see yourself spending the rest of your life with. And let me be clear, the right person you should be spending the rest of your life with. Because um, <clears throat> some people get married for the wrong reasons, but that's a whole other topic. Some people get engaged for the wrong reasons. And I feel it should be for the right ones. If Which goes back to the whole getting to know you situation. If, like, again, what their views on, on marriage are, if they match with yours or if they mesh with your views on it. And, you know, if you're ready to settle down and be in a I mean even dating but being in a long-term relationship where you see yourself marrying that person then I I think in the minimum amount of time that you at the at that point in time you should be ready is between three plus years especially if you're in a in a long-term relationship where They've met your family. Um, you met their family. Uh, you've, you know, had experiences where it's made your relationship stronger and not weaker. And if you feel like, okay, you know what? I've been with this person for a long time. I'm ready to take the next step. Now, that's when you should go to your close friends and family and say, hey, what do you think? But their opinions do affect what what you do. But again, at the end of the day, it's your decision. That, that hands down, like that's your decision. Because um, I've heard too many times that Oh well. Oh, you should marry this person, and blah blah blah. You you. It's time. They're like, no. If it's not, then if you're not ready, you're not ready. If you are, then great. If you're not, and that's another thing I want to mention. If you're not ready, be honest with your partner as well. If you are not ready to settle down and take that plunge or pop the question before you even go further than that then you need to be honest and say, oh, no, I'm not ready. Oh, no, um, this isn't, you know, the thing. And, and, you know, depending how that person takes it, okay. But this is why I said having these conversations are important because you'll see where there you know you'll see how that person is when you mention hey would you want to be married or do you see yourself settling down and if they say yes then you know it all goes by their actions as well um if you see how they're acting during your relationship then um that also can affect your decision um but I still say that's important for it to be yours and only your decision, not anybody else's. <laughs> now, if your friends and family are truly happy for you, they'll support you in your decision because they've seen how the 
the person that you're with is treating you and how you treat them and, you know, et cetera. So um, I say all that to say if for those of you who are thinking about popping the question, um, I think that should be a decision you make. Don't let anybody tell you different. And, um, and if you do and you get to do it, you know, that's, that's going to be the most amazing feeling. I know for me, uh, it was, (laughs) um, knowing that I was about to take the next step in my relationship. So it was a great feeling (laughs) to say the least. And that's good. And (laughs) anything else you want to cover? I know we talked a lot. Um, Um, and anything else I want to cover with that? I, and also like the last thing I wanted to mention is having healthy boundaries. Um, I feel in a relationship. Yes. Um, you want to be open with your partner, but if there's, something you're not ready to discuss don't push the subject I've learned that um but if you see that your partner is upset and you want to try to help um you know approach with caution and be respectful of their space if they say hey I don't want to talk about this right now then don't don't uh don't push the subject or don't, uh, you know, nag them on it because everybody's reactions to things are different. And I'm learning that too. Um, I mean, cause I'm the type of person that's like, Oh, I want to help. I want to help. Yes, I do. I want to know what's going on with you so we can talk about it. But I also have to keep in mind that, okay, they're not ready to talk about this right now. Or sometimes with me, myself, like I'm not ready to discuss certain things, but I do want to talk about it as soon as possible. That way it's not lingering in my head that, oh, <laughs> or you just want to absorb, yeah, the, problem absorb the problem before and then come to, a, to a resolution. So I think that's something to keep in mind. Um, so I have a question for you. Have you ever had a situation where you had to tell someone to respect your boundaries and how did you navigate that? Um, I've never had that situation, but if I do get mm-hmm. into that situation, yeah. like, you know, there are bound, you know, explain, look, this is, you know, I like to, uh, like <coughs> if I'm having a problem, absorb the information first right. mm-hmm. and what I want to do about it before okay. I go and tell okay. other people. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And, because sometimes talking about it too, it just makes the problem worse. Well, because you're yeah. in that throes you're of still like, ang- or you're still emotionally charged. So I yeah. get that. Yeah. Um. That's why I say it's it is important to have healthy boundaries in your relationship. If that if your partner or in life in general, and in life, yeah. yeah. If a person is not ready to discuss a situation, but it's still bothering them. Let them come to you. I mean, if you want to help, that's that's great. But keep in mind that they are still, like, trying to... Because they want to be respectful, too. They don't want to say something that they won't be able to 
take back or whatever the case is. So also keep that in mind because I'm definitely learning that, okay, uh, maybe I'm a little too hot tempered, so I need to take it down a notch or I need to take it back a bit. Um, I'm learning, you know, even with my friends, like if there's a situation and I'm like, oh, I want to like I get mad, but I'm like, no, 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 let me try to calm down and then figure out how we can resolve the issue or whatever issue even if it's not with me personally if it's with somebody else and I hear about it my first instinct is I'm very reactive so like yeah I think I think we're all reactive I'm learning how to like take a step back and approach it differently which I'm I'm, you know I'm learning so um you know I know all of you can relate to that um if you've had situations like that and if you dealt with something like that you know (laughs) I'm pretty sure you all can relate to what we're talking about because we all have those days like we're very I know for me I'm very very emotionally reactive and I take things personally So if I feel that I'm not doing something correctly in any portion of my life, like I take that very personal, but I also am learning how to take a step back and like, okay, you know what, instead of reacting this way, why don't I find a way to improve on the situation? And if it can't be resolved, then it can't be resolved, but I'm now learning to like take a step back now and think before I react to things because a lot of times like that's how I am personally um I'm very reactive instead of you know you know like take taking my steps back and absorbing things but now that I'm older and even now I'm like learning so that's it's been a great thing for me to learn to how to navigate it yeah um anything else you want to cover um are we okay Uh, right now i think we're okay for now (laughs) i think i know it was a lot yeah (laughs) um so you know i hope you guys you know learned a lot with this episode um again if there was something i did not touch or we did not or we didn't touch on please 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 um send us your feedback through our email the blind spot at gmail.com our social um our the blind spot on instagram Instagram. yes Mm -hmm. definitely follow us follow us um (laughs) because we love that and Mm -hmm. i always check our social media all the time so i'll know (laughs) if um and i'll definitely kayla and i will definitely answer your questions as much as we can yeah. and we'll definitely do it on air as well like yeah um, we'll i think it time. may be better if we yeah. answer them on, on air on yeah. yeah um or you know you know while we're doing while acknowledgments we're doing, yeah. and you and know bef- like and then cover and then covering because i think it's better that yeah, way if we is. do it mm-hmm. i think yeah. so as well um because i love answering your questions because that way we can expand on what we did talk about and you learn something from us as well and we're learning stuff from each other too like so we're all learning together guys so it's really cool that um to make it more interactive please send us your questions and we'll definitely answer them on air yeah so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we did yeah. <laughs> as much as we enjoyed recording, recording it, it yeah. as well yeah
and um so for our next episode we're going to discuss um like i i think we we've touched a lot on the dating topic um i think for this next one um how communication is important I think yes, that is the foundation of any relationship. So I think that's important to talk about. Um, so I can't wait to talk about that. Um, <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. And we appreciate it very, very much. I'm Kayla Aliquin. And I'm Melissa Altador. And, and this, this was, was The Blind, blind Spot. spot.